Welcome to the Ready Eddy Podcast, where we tell the story of startups in the outdoor sport industry through the voice of their founders. Hey guys, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to talk about our membership program. Uh, we recently broke a pretty big milestone. We have over 100 startups and small businesses on the platform offering up to 50% off all their product and gear. If you're like me and you're always looking for a new uh, backpack or new gear for your addictions, whether it's skiing, snowboarding, camping, surfing, whatever it is related to the outdoors, you can hop onto this membership and peruse all of the brands. We're constantly adding new ones um, to really support all of your outdoor activities. We also have a number of travel companies. So if you're looking to take a trip, whether it's to Machu Picchu, South America, wherever, um, you can save on that as well. We also have a number of food brands, whether you need a new energy bar or you just need to, f- you want to find something uh, that's different and check it out. You can f- save while doing it. Um, you can also apply to become an ambassador for a lot of these brands. There's a ton of perks. So if you are interested in checking this out, head over to readyeddy.com slash members and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by FitPlan. The world's best personal trainers at your fingertips, anywhere, anytime. To learn more, head to fitplanapp.com and start your free trial today. What is going on, Ready Eddy Podcast listeners? Josh Savo here, your host. On today's episode, I'm sitting down with one of the co-founders of FitPlan, Cam uh, Speck. Cam, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me. Absolutely, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, so right off the bat, FitPlan, how would you describe it to someone who's never heard of you guys before? Yeah. So, you know, we're a mobile app that uh, you can find and follow the exact training methods of world-class athletes and influencers. So you can find workouts and follow them anywhere, um, you know, right at the, in, in the palm of your hand. So where did this idea come from? What's, what's your background? Did you always know that you wanted to start some kind of business? You know, it started as a, a personal passion. Um, myself and my partner, we were always fitness enthusiasts growing up. Um, we got into fitness for different reasons, but it was, it was, it was something that stayed consistent with us throughout the years of our, uh, past careers. Um, for myself, you know, having a consistent fitness and nutrition routine allowed me to really perform at my best. And, you know, as I moved through my career, I really found that, you know, helping people live their best life through health and fitness was the foundation of my purpose. So that's really how the idea was born. It started as a personal passion, moved into a professional purpose. And then, you know, we've been ever so motivated as the years have gone on to really, you know, target a global audience of people that really want to live their best life and use fitness and health as the foundation to do that. That's interesting. Okay, so FitPlan, the real value proposition is the fact that you have professional athletes, Olympians, triathletes putting together these uh, routines, right? So what, how did you come up with that idea and what was the, really the process in cultivating it? Did it start out that way? Has it, did it evolve over time? Yeah, it never actually really started that way. We you know, originally just wanted to develop a piece of software that could give uh, any, anybody a workout plan and a meal plan based on their goals. Um, but, you know, as we saw the interest in social media, you know, in the later parts of, uh, you know, the early parts of 2014, um, 
uh, the early parts of 2015, we started to get very interested in that social influencer space. So, you know, obviously, you know, the adoption of social media right around that time was, was huge. And, you know, people on Instagram were really showcasing their fitness and nutrition expertise. And we really saw something there. So my partner and I started traveling to different fitness expos and conferences to see what this hype was um, around these fitness influencers. And, you know, getting to these fitness, you know, I, I remember getting to uh, Columbus, Ohio, you know, in those two days, they have 85,000 people through the doors. And uh, we we walk in and we see these massive lineups. And we're like, oh, wow, like what what is the supplement company or what is the brand um, that's generating this line? And we walk over to it and it wasn't a brand and it wasn't a supplement company. It was a fitness influencer. And uh, her name at the her name was Michelle Lewin. So she had this incredibly massive line and we watched it. And as girls walked up to take a picture with her or meet her, they were absolutely like just astonished. They were crying and they were so excited that they actually got to meet this person they've had this pseudo social relationship with online in person. So we really saw that, you know, the impact that these these um, social influencers could make on individuals in person and that relationship, you know, carried on digitally. So we, at that point, we decided like, man, there's got to be a business here. And at the time, really, you know, the fitness influencers weren't monetizing their audience. They really didn't know, you know, how to start generating money or start distributing workout plans through their Instagram. It was very new to them. They just knew how to really, you know, share good advice and inspiration and motivation on their on their um, social media pages. Um, but that's about it. So we said, listen, like, let's be that company that partners with these social influencers, creates a platform so that they can distribute their guidance and inspiration in, um, you know, in a in a workable format through our platform. That's really interesting. Okay, so when you got this started in 2014, did you um, did you raise money? Did you bootstrap it and then network to get contact with these um, these athletes and trainers? Yeah, so we were bootstrapped for for a while. Um, you know, we recently received some VC funding, but up until then, you know, we we've done a, a few small rounds, but it was more or less my partner and I working out of a you know, a basement of a home, your typical startup story. <laughs> and uh, really with a large vision of, of uh, you know, really um, colliding these social influencers with their audience and being able to allow this audience to follow their workout plans. And it was right in the beginning, it was, it was very tough to get the ear of these influencers because we had no business, we had no product, we had a vision. Um, and we, the one thing that my partner and I did very well is we were very persistent and we never stopped working and never stopped developing the product. Even if we got a million no's from these influencers, like we did in the beginning, um, Michelle Lewin, we'll take it back to Michelle Lewin. She was, uh, the first girl we noticed on social media that was really, really, really doing a great job and had a very loyal audience and had a really good story. You know, she came from Venezuela. She uh, was very poor. Um, didn't know when she was going to get her next meal. And, you know, it, it, it was a very inspiring story when she was able to come to America and, and meet her husband. And they just really started on this fitness journey of, of finding themselves by feeling their best. 
And, you know, being able to translate that story digitally and socially was very uh, inspiring for us. So we knew we wanted to partner with somebody like her. So in, you know, it took us like many, many times we went to, I think three or four different fitness expos just to get in front of her and ask her if she'd be a part of her business. And each time we got a no, but, uh, we, you know, we had Jimmy's contact information, which is Michelle's husband. And we constantly just kept sending him updates of, you know, the, the progress of our, um, platform, um, you know, what we're doing with our video content and so on and so forth. And finally they said, you know, they were, they said, okay, well, let's, let's see what you have. They were in the process of kind of building something on their own. They were going to build an individual app for Michelle Lewin, but they were having some development issues. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's hard to really translate your vision to a development team if you don't really have that technical background. So, you know, Jimmy and Michelle finally sent us a message saying, Hey, come show us what you got. And we flew out to Miami, showed them what we had. And, uh, they, uh, they said, we really like it and we really like you guys. We like the vision and we really like the purpose of the business. Um, we're, we're in. So after signing Michelle, it gave our business a bit of credibility and, uh, allowed us to raise a, you know, a, a friends and family round and onboard some additional influencers. That's really awesome. So did you or Landon have a programming background? Neither of us had a programming background. Um, for me, I, uh, I'm really heavily focused on the content side. So I've got a nutrition and fitness background. Um, you know, I've been, uh, developing workout plans and meal plans for people for over nine years now. Um, and Landon has, uh, an interface, uh, design background. So he was always dabbling around with app interfaces, um, and, uh, you know, developing little apps for music festivals and, and bars and, and that sort of thing. So, you know, he, he's got more of the technical background, but both of us are more or less on the front end of stuff. We don't really have a coding or programming, um, skill set. Right. Right. So, um, now once you got Michelle on board, did the growth start to happen exponentially because you were partnered with her and her, her influence and things like that? Or was it, um, still more of a slower growth at that point? It was still a slow growth because, you know, when we signed Michelle, we still weren't launched. We just had a bit of a prototype. Um, and you know, the prototype when in, in all honesty, when we went to launch the prototype, um, and got some, uh, technical, um, advice on the back end, the server and all this sort of stuff, you know, what we, what we were told was it's not good enough. Like if you guys launch this thing, it's going to blow up. So, you know, at the time we were ready to launch the platform, we had four influencers, Michelle was one of them. And, uh, we basically had to re, um, redevelop the app from the ground up. So it, uh, it was a, it was a tough spot to be in. We had investors looking at us. We had our influencers ready to rock and roll. We had staff ready to rock and roll. And as you know, we're going into this beta and as we're like gearing up for a launch, we were told that, yeah, your platform is just not built good enough. Like your back end is just not stable enough. If you, you know, generate the users or the downloads you're thinking of, of generating your, your, your app's going to blow up. So it was at that point where, you know, we made the decision to, um, raise a bit more money and really develop a solid, solid, solid platform so that we could scale it. That's really interesting. Okay. So from that point to launch, what, then what happened? 
So we, yeah, we rocked and roll. Um, we were, we were redeveloping the platform. We still had, we kept the prototype in the beta so we could, um, you know, still pitch influencers and investors and really onboard great staff and show people what we were doing. Um, so, and, and we were creating some really good video content that showcased some of the influencers that we did have in kind of like a coming soon sort of trailer style, um, showcasing the programs they were going to have on the platform, showcasing their story, who they were, um, and, and whatnot. So we, in, in, in the process of, of redeveloping the platform, what we did is just onboard more influencers, um, create more content so that when we were ready to launch, we had an abundance of workout programs and abundance of content for people to engage with. So it wasn't like we had one program that people would get bored with and churn off our platform. We wanted to have enough so we could keep people engaged throughout their fitness journey. So, you know, throughout, throughout the development of the platform, we were just constantly onboarding influencers and, 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 and trying to solidify great partnerships and, um, and, and really just build the business. Did, did you have any mentors throughout this journey of building FitPlan? Yeah, we did have some mentors. Um, you know, we were at, in our early stages, we were part of a, a wireless accelerator out here in Vancouver called Wavefront. And it's essentially like an incubator. Um, it, it's a it's a bit of a smaller Canadian incubator, but um, they kind of uh, they give you a mentor and they give you access to some resources and whatnot. So they were pretty helpful in the beginning stages of our company. Um, we outgrew them quite fast. Um, my partner and I tend to move really quick. Like when we have a, a strong passion and a vision for something, you know, nothing stops us. Like we're, we're, we're working around the clock, um, you know, in, in the best way possible. We're not the type of guys that, you know, are drinking Red Bulls all night and, and, and staying up. We, we really still focus on the health component and we know how important sleep is. So, you know, it's, it's more or less the quality of the hours in the day than the hours in the day for us. But you know, we, uh, we did have some mentors and then, you know, after graduating, I guess, from Wavefront, um, Landon was a part of, uh, Ace Tech, which is a CEO sort of group. And I, um, I reached out to, um, a mentor, which is still a mentor and a coach of mine today, Jiro Taylor. Um, he's a flow state expert. So I was always very interested in, you know, the, uh, in heightened, uh, mental states. So getting into a flow state to perform at your ultimate best and anything that you do. And this guy was one of the experts in the field. So I reached out to him to ask if, you know, he would, um, take me on as a client and, and, and coach me. And, um, you know, he loved our story, loved what we were doing and he did. So he's been a huge part of, um, fit plan. He's been a huge part of my personal and professional growth. Um, and he's still a part of our business now. Um, and, and he is now coaching both myself and my, my partner Landon. That's really awesome. You know, the flow state is something as an entrepreneur and someone who's just trying to be a very high achiever. It's a really interesting, um, valuable piece of information that like, once you are aware that it exists, you can really, um, increase your productivity. It's crazy. Like once you get into that flow state, um, and I've heard people call it so many different things from flow state, to um, focus time to just anything, but it, it's definitely a very interesting concept. Yeah, it definitely is. And you know, it's, it's, it's even in addition to just the, the productivity, it's like your overall happiness. It's how you show up and how you perform the things you're doing, the mental state you're in when you're doing whatever you're doing, right? As a startup founder, you're wearing a lot of hats and there's some things that 
you know, you don't like to do, but always remembering why you're doing it is so essential. And that's the key point in getting you from point A to point B, from point B to point C is really, you know, how you, the perspective you have around the things that you're doing, because some of the things that you're doing, you may not like, but learning how to enjoy everything you do has been a really, really unique lesson I've learned. Yeah, that's such a good point. Um, You know, there's so many pieces to my business that I hate doing. (laughs) You know what I mean? But then like you said, it's you remember the why and the reason you're doing what you're doing and you appreciate it so much more. Um, And it's all about the journey anyway, which which is sometimes hard to remember. (laughs) Yeah, man, it it, it is hard to remember. But you know, it, it, it definitely is. It's all about the journey and the lessons you learn, learn along the way. You, you have those forever. And, you know, the things that you go through, it, it builds the character and it builds the person you are. And those things are priceless, regardless of the business you're building. You know, it's, it's just such a really unique and uh, uh, fulfilling journey to go through building a business from the ground up and being a startup founder in the tech space. It's, it's something that, you know, I, I, I didn't know what I was getting into at the time and I'm so glad I did. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Want to run further, climb higher, develop the strengths you never knew you had, up the ante on your fitness routine with FitPlan, the personal training app that gives you the exact workout regimen of world-class athletes, trainers, and bodybuilders. Get the step-by-step instruction from pros like triathlete Brandon Brazier, plant-based bodybuilder Misha Jenyak, and international fitness competitor Michelle Lewin. Sweat through football drills with NFL wide receiver Marcus Lee and sculpt your entire physique with global fitness icon Jen Selter. Choose from over 30 fit plans for strength training, full body conditioning, hit, and even Zumba. Work out at the gym, at home, or even the great outdoors. Download FitPlan on iOS or Android and start training for free. Now, okay, so from 2014 to today, what does that growth look like for you guys? Obviously, you have now um, 35 employees and the amount of influencers that you have on the app that have created their own routines is well larger than it was when you started. But run us through that, that journey. Yeah. So, you know, we, we were really heavily focused on community and, you know, one of the biggest, um, parts of our business is going after these individual influencers. They kind of wanted to create their own business, right? They, they had these individual social platforms and they were like, well, you know, I want to sell my programs to my audience. And what we wanted to do is, is, you know, being, being that our vision is just activating as many possible people into a movement routine and, and a nutrition routine around the world is something we're super motivated to do. And to do that, we knew it would have to be the power of an ecosystem, a power of, um, you know, something bigger than ourselves. So we, when we started targeting these influencers, we had the intention of building this massive community of like-minded people that really wanted to live their best life through health and fitness. And, you know, it was, it was, it's been a long journey and and there's been a lot of challenges and and hurdles to overcome, but you know, we're, we're, when we stay strong and stay focused on, on, you know, that, that, that purpose and that intention of just really helping people and, and being very genuine about it. Um, we've been able to really attract some great people. So, you know, today, We've got uh, two of um, um, two of the 
top 10 in the uh, 2017 Forbes list of uh, the biggest influencers in the world. Um, so Jen Selter and Michelle Lewin uh, were number two and number four on that mm-hmm. list. And, uh, you know, we've got, we've partnered with Lynn Lowe's, which has an incredible story. She's a cancer survivor. Um, she lives in Sweden. She's just a very, very, very good human being with a ton of knowledge in the fitness and nutrition space. Um, you know, we've partnered with legendary Michael Hearn, which is four time Mr. Olympian. He's like a black belt in judo. He is just an exceptional man. Um, and, uh, and, and knows so much in the space. He trains, you know, a, a ton of, uh, pro athletes. He's, he's in the process of training rumble Johnson from the UFC and Michael Bisbing from the UFC. Um, and, uh, yeah, and we've got like an abundance of other great trainers that offer different levels and verticals of fitness, depending on your goal. Um, we, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, we've, we're up to thir- we have 35 live workout plans on fit plan right now, but we've signed close to 50 influencers. So we're constantly on a weekly basis, shooting new content, new workout plans, onboarding new influencers, because we really want to target every vertical of fitness so that we're the one-stop shop for people, no matter what their fitness level is or what their goal is. There's a journey that they can follow within FitPlan. So they can do some resistance training and they can do some mobility stuff and they can do some Pilates and they can do some, you know, home workout based um, um, stuff. They can they can do some yoga. They, they can really have a holistic uh, sort of fitness routine and exercise routine within our platform itself. Now, over the last four years, is there one or two particular marketing strategies, initiatives that you've done that you feel like attributes a lot of the success and growth of FitPlan to? Our whole business is based off of our, our um, social influence. So we partnered with these influencers with massive social audiences and utilized their efforts to essentially help us build our community. So, you know, it was, that was our whole marketing strategy was utilizing, um, our influencers, um, um, networks and, and their social influence. It's so every every partnership that we've done with our, with our, our athletes and influencers has been a, a 50, 50, uh, rev share, um, which is like, you know, it's, it's a complete win-win. We don't make money if they don't make money, they don't make money if we don't make money. So, you know, we're, we're providing this, this great business, this great platform, uh, this great ecosystem, and they're providing, you know, their engaged audience that wants to follow their plans. So it, that has been our number one and the, basically the only marketing strategy we've focused on so far. Um, and now, you know, clearly we're moving into some other things. We've got a, uh, a big, um, fitness event in LA lined up for September, uh, where we're going to do, you know, it's going to be a full day event where there's going to, we're going to have, you know, a bunch of our influencers there, um, performing workouts and, 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 uh, 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 we're teaching workouts for people to follow and partnering with a bunch of different people in, in the fitness and apparel space and, and smoothies and clothes and all sorts of cool stuff. So yeah, the main marketing strategy we've, we've used is, has been um, uh, influencer marketing. Honestly, it's such a brilliant way of doing it. You let them do what they do best, which is create content and cultivate that sense of community. And you do what you guys do great, which is build the platform to host and run all of this. 
um, which I think is such a smart idea. Um, what's been the hardest part about starting and building FitPlan? Yeah, <laughs> the hardest part about starting and, and building FitPlan, huh? There's been a lot of like, everything's a challenge on a daily basis. But I think like, you know, what, what the toughest part was in the beginning is, you know, being bootstrapped and not having the capital to really onboard incredible talent um, was, was a bit of a, a hurdle we had to overcome. Um, you know, in the early days, the, the dev team that we could afford to hire were very junior. And out of that, we got a very junior product. And a product that wasn't, you know, what wasn't good enough for market. So that was a huge challenge. It was, you know, we wasted a lot of time, we wasted a lot of money on doing that. And looking back now, um, I would, you know, I would be very, I, I'd be, I, I would want to raise more money sooner so that we could onboard really good people and build something that was was great right from the beginning. You know, like everyone says, you know, build, uh, build, build an MVP, like a minimum viable product. And, you know, I take the stand that no, build a maximum valuable product. Like we're in the day and age that minimum viable products don't work anymore, you know? And, and, and as businesses, the first thing you should really figure out is distribution. And that was something that we had early on by having this business model of partnering with these social influencers and using, I guess, their network to kind of distribute our product, we had distribution. So our, our biggest thing was building a great product. So, um, yeah, that, you know, that was, that was one of the biggest struggles early on. And then, and then, you know, now it's, it's just being able to, um, create uh, constantly create as much content as we want and as much content as the market is hungry for. Um, we create all of our own content. So all of the videos that you see, all of the workout plans, we do all of that stuff ourselves. Um, so, you know, not only are we a tech company, but we're a media media company as well. Um, a whole production house, I, I, I guess you could say. So, yeah. I'm sure that piece of the business was fun figuring out. <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely, you know, like my partner and I had, had zero experience in production at all. Um, but we've been able to do some really incredible things in the space. Um, you know, like our, our, we seem to think, and, and, and from what we hear, our content is, you know, really, really good. Um, it, the quality of it is, is, is next level. And that's kind of what we pride ourselves on. You know, we, we're, we want to be the company that um, when people look at our content, they know it's fit plan. They know, you know, we have uh, that level of standard, uh, that quality of standard is high. And it, our, our influencers really appreciate that because it's, you know, not a lot of them can, can produce the level of content we're producing and the quality of content we're producing. So when they partner with us, they really appreciate us showcasing them in that light. So yeah, that's, it's been fun. What have been some of the biggest mistakes that you've made uh, up to this point? Huh, some of the biggest mistakes. Um, hmm, I make mistakes all the time, man. All the <laughs> You and me both. <laughs> uh, some of the biggest mistakes I would say are, um, hmm. You know what? I think some of the biggest mistakes was not believing that we could, 
you know, on board the biggest influencers right off the bat. It was, I guess it stemmed from a little bit of a lack of belief in ourselves that, okay, like we barely have a business, man. Like, how are we going to onboard these incredible influencers and these people that are the biggest in the space? And, you know, we, we, we created all these assumptions and told, told ourselves these, like these ridiculous stories, um, that weren't even true. And, you know, looking back now, you know, after we, you know, we're so persistent on Michelle and signed her, it wasn't really about the product. It was more or less about, you know, the vision and the purpose around the company that, you know, attracted these people. So the biggest mistake I think we made was just not having that confidence and belief that, you know, our, our purpose and our vision was strong enough to really attract the best in the world. Yeah. It's that like imposter syndrome. Yeah. And that, but that changed quickly. You know, it's, it's like with anything, if you set a goal and you, you, you check, you, you hit that goal, you know, you're, you're building that internal confidence. So you set another goal and you hit that goal and, and that confidence compounds and you set another one and, and it's a bigger one. And that internal belief and that internal confidence that you're developing after, you know, setting these, these goals and achieving them really compounds and compounds and compounds. And, you know, we're at the point now where, there isn't anyone on, on the planet that we don't think we can, we can onboard, you know, like we're, we're, we have high hopes to, um, onboard Dwayne, the rock Johnson. Um, he just, he is such an incredible human being. Um, he's, you know, one of the most influential people in the world and does just wonderful things in the fitness space. And, you know, we look at him as someone, um, in reach, of, of, of a partnership. That's pretty awesome. What, what advice would you give to someone that wanted to start a business, whether it was in the tech space or really just a business in general? Uh, I would say, you know, um, in the beginning, like develop, know why you're doing it. Like really, really, really know why you're doing it and ask yourself, why are you doing this? And then ask yourself why five more times until, you know, it is something that just sparks this incredible fire under you. And it makes you just so passionate and hungry to develop it that you will do whatever it takes. Those are the businesses that, um, I feel like really win are the ones that are so purpose driven. It, it stems from, you know, a personal sort of passion or it stems from a personal purpose or something that really inspires somebody and they cultivate that into a business. You know, it's, 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 I really think that's one of the biggest reasons why, um, we're, we're able to do what we do at fit plan is because we've just got this, this, this crazy strong purpose around helping people, you know, live their best life through health and fitness and helping people go through, you know, not just a physical, but a mental, emotional, spiritual transformation, um, within our ecosystem and within our community. And that has been like the most fulfilling and rewarding part of this whole business. It, what's get, it, it's what gets me up every day. Every day I get up and I log into our community and I see these incredible success stories. And I see, you know, these people that, uh, are generating like, you know, this, these transformations, these, these emotional, these spiritual transformations, and they're, they're developing this, this confidence and the self-belief that they never had. And, you know, that, that right there is, is what keeps us going and keeps the fire under fire constantly lit under us. And, you know, it's not about us anymore. It's, it's, it's about, 
It's about the consumer and it's about how many people we can touch all over the world. So that's really the advice I would give to anybody starting a business is why are you doing it? And does this, is, is it, is, is your personal passion colliding with your, your professional passion? And are you developing a purpose around this business? And how much do you care about what do you do? Yeah, no, I think that's great advice. It also, when you start a business and you care as much as you do, or as much as you should do, you also got to be aware of how <laughs> disappointing and sort of crushing it can be if it doesn't work out, which there's a chance it might not. You know what I mean? Because most businesses do fail. And being okay with that failure and using that to learn so that you're better prepared for whatever you do in the future is still worthwhile, regardless Absolutely. of what happens. Absolutely. And you know what? In all honesty, man, and, and uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again is, you know, it's uh, if you have a strong enough purpose, it really doesn't matter if your business fails because you'll find another mechanism to deliver that message. So for me, like and my partner, right, like like our, our we, we really strongly care about helping people live their best life through health and fitness. And right now, Fit Plan is that vehicle is that vehicle to share that message. And if FitPlan isn't around, well, we're going to find another vehicle to share that message because our purpose didn't die. The vehicle just ran out of gas. Where do you see FitPlan in the next year, five years, 10 years down the road? Um, I definitely see us as the, as the market leaders in the, in the fitness space of, of video-based workouts. Um, we, uh, you know, we're going to have a, a global community of, uh, of like-minded people living their best lives through health and fitness, going through emotional, spiritual, um, uh, physical transformations. Um, you know, we see a lot of in-person events connecting our influencers with their audience live in person. Um, we see a big part of our business right now is we're rolling out our, um, our meal plan app, which is a recipe based meal planning app. So we can give people custom meal plans based on, um, you know, based on their goals and how to, and, and, and ways to optimize their health and performance. So, um, I see like us being, you know, this, this massive platform, um, allowing, allowing, empowering this community to activate a transformation within themselves. I love it. What's the best part about running FitPlan? Man, I've said it a lot here, I think, in this podcast. That's <laughs> part about running Fit Plan is just being able to see the people we touch and being able to see, you know, um the success stories of our community members and and the the hurdles and obstacles that they that they are overcoming. Um we're we're honestly developing other leaders by being leaders in this space. And it's so incredible to see it's like this ripple effect, right? We share our message and our passion about fitness and health. And it, uh, we, we activate people into that and then they share their, um, success stories. So it's like a constant ripple effect of people just sharing, you know, the growth within themselves and the, and, and the character they're developing by engaging in a fitness and nutrition routine and all of the mental toughness that's cultivated around that. Yeah, I love it. Now, for the listener that wants to check out FitPlan and maybe download it and give it a try, where, how do they do it? Yeah, the best way uh, is uh, it, it's FitPlan app in the App Store, uh, FitPlan app in Google Play, or you can uh, check out our website, www.fitplanapp.com. Um, you can also uh, follow us on uh, social media at FitPlan app. Uh, you can follow me on social media at Cam Spec. 
I post lots of stuff about our business, lots of stuff about our story, lots of uh, inspirational, motivational stuff um, uh, about entrepreneurship and leadership and really how to cultivate that mindset to just keep pushing forward. So yeah, the, those are a few things, uh, a few places you can check us out. Definitely. We'll get all that linked up in the show notes for any of the listeners that wants to check it out. Um, and with that, Cam, thanks so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your story with FitPlan. Really excited to see what you guys do in the future. Appreciate it, man. I really, uh, really appreciate you having us on here and uh, we'll talk soon, my man. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, then we would be incredibly appreciative if you could log on to iTunes and leave us a quick review. This really helps us get noticed by other podcast listeners like yourself. And if you know anyone that would benefit from this episode, then please share it along. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Ready 80 Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week.